everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex and the City podcast, where we dive into every single episode of Sex and the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by Chris Lewis, Sans Pins. Penless. Hi. Penless. How are you? I'm doing great. I got a coffee delivered this morning. Can you not make your own coffee? I I wanted to treat myself. It's Friday. Fair. Um, that's totally fair. We have a packed episode today. Jam-packed. So um, we're just going to get right into a little update, guys. So, you know, this podcast has really been on a journey. And mm-hmm. in a few weeks, we're taking another step. Mm-hmm. We have loved our time at Herdat. We love the team, really the family, the family here at Herdat. Yeah. But, you know, as we approach season five, well, we're in season five, we're approaching season six, mm-hmm. the return of and just like that. And also just all of your calls to us to do more, to cover more. Mm-hmm. We're going independent. Yes, we are. So we're basically the Roy's. Yeah, yeah, this is the hundred. If this you is the hundred. If you watch Succession, you so know. So in a few weeks, guys, probably the beginning of May, we are going to be an independent podcast owned solely by two ourselves. dummies. Ourselves. We're not sure if we even understand how to get a podcast up to you all, but we're going to figure that out. We got a month to figure to it out. To really get to brass tacks and figure some stuff out but most importantly for us to be able to achieve that we are going to be requesting you know some support from you guys Mm -hmm. so that's right like every other fucking podcast you listen to (laughs) you're going to be able to subscribe to a little patreon yeah and really what we want it to be is an opportunity for you guys to engage with the podcast more deeply we're gonna be doing bonus episodes some shorter, some longer deep dives. Really just getting into a lot more content. Frankly. Really getting into what you guys have wanted, which is like mm-hmm. girls, more Gilmore episodes, succession pop recaps, culture, just general pop culture. Everything you all are yelling at us about to talk. Mm-hmm. Desperate Housewives is a big one. Is it? I, it's like once a week. Someone's like, "Hey, could wow. you guys talk about Desperate?" Housewives? I would love to to go back down Wisteria Lane. And it's a weird call because I don't think either of us post about the girls. Those girls never, never, never. have. But, but I was a big Desperate Housewives. Girl. Oh, I was a huge. So, I was you obsessed. Know, you'll be able to engage more with the podcast. You're going to be able to engage with us. We're going to have a level mm-hmm. where you'll get a newsletter from from us. You'll be mm-hmm. able to dare I say zoom with us yeah we're gonna have video we're gonna have have a monthly zoom if you yeah we're gonna try to if you want to keep up with us on video that's gonna be over there on the patreon Mm -hmm. we're gonna start doing some chats over there on patreon about about live episodes of and just like that and And maybe every episode I don't know this will be coming about may the first of may well that's when we're gonna launch we're probably I'm gonna try to get it up honestly next week oh shit and then okay. if you guys subscribe early, you yeah. know, you might get some of the perks early. Maybe I'll host a little Zoom with me and I'll just drink and you all can like ask me questions. I love that. Um, um, but then May is when we're going to launch like, you know, bonus episodes are going to begin in May. And then really what I want you all to know is like we wouldn't be able to take this step to become independent without the shorties. It's, I, you know... If you listen to this podcast, I'm just going to share something. You know, we're pretty self-deprecating over here. We have never once believed in ourselves. Severe body image issues. (laughs) 
just basic mania. We yeah. self-identify as unhinged dummies. Maniacs. Maniacs. And yet when we came to this idea of going independent, I've Guys. never seen us with more self-assuredness. We were like, uh, we're literal stars. We're taking yeah. the world by storm and we're going to be on the Today Show. Yeah, we were basically like, we are going out on our own and we're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. People love us. Look we're at our, be... I was like, look at our reviews. We were fucking crazy. Like the, but then, but then him and I also met on Zoom the next day and, and we I were cried. right back to where we started and we were like, <laughs> can huh. we do this? Yeah. We're like, what are we doing? So but wh- I'm very do, excited. We barely have faith in ourselves, but mm-hmm. we do have faith in you guys. And so I really do just want to say that we can't make this happen without your support. So we really hope that when it becomes available in the next week or two, that you guys will sign up and know that supporting the podcast is directly supporting the Patreon will be truly directly supporting our ability to um, do the podcast solo. Um, Everyone will still have the kind of normal episode you get week to week. We feel really committed to keeping that free and accessible and you know, we just want to give those that choose to make that podcast happen something a little special. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really going to be an adventure. We don't 100% know how it's going to work. Don't have a Patreon login yet. Meant to do that last night, but got um, a bit overwhelmed <laughs> with work. Apologies. Well, you've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. I've got, got a huge event this weekend. you got holes I've, in your hands. I've got basic got... holes in my hands. I still can't write, although I've got quite a few notes on what our next topic will be. Um, this is going to barely be a sexplicity podcast. But I just want to say, stay tuned for more. I feel it in my heart you guys are going to show up and show out for us. I do too. And this is a great week after you listen to this. Um, please, if there's something you really want... Let us know because we're brainstorming ideas Mm -hmm. for bonus episodes right now. And so this is a really great time to let us know what you would like, how you'd like to interact with us further, Mm -hmm. um, because we can build that into hopefully what we're all building together. And I'm excited to also create a space in which we can communicate with the short days. Yeah. And get to know you guys in a better way and outside of my DMs, because, you know, sometimes you guys DM me late at night. By late at night, I mean after 930 and I'm simply in bed. Yeah. And my DMs, they're yeah. just they chaotic are. over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. You've got it's simply too crazy. many followers. Yeah, it's a little crazy, but I'm really excited. And I just, I'm just very thankful, you know, for the yeah. Heard at opportunity. And um, yeah. Yeah, we really do just want to thank Heard at for picking us up and holding us up and really being a great home and a space for us to really um, grow. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't be able, we wouldn't have been able to get to this sort of moment in time in which we felt comfortable going independent without them so shout out to the entire herd at family and producer cam who we just told about that about 10 minutes ago yeah it was a little bit of a shock to the system uh we thought he knew but he didn't and that's okay um yeah. anyway so let's let's get into it well, well before i hope you don't mean sex in the city oh no 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 i just because meant, let's before, before we get into that things. guys this is going to be a little bit of a bonus episode, which you're going to get right now, which is okay. I woke up at 3 a.m. 16, as I said earlier, okay. and I took down the most recent three episodes of Love is Blind. <laughs> like, I don't like air. Like, it just felt like breathing. I couldn't stop. And I've got notes here. I know we can't get into everything. My first note is simply Arena's energy walking into that bar. Oh, yeah. 
She said, hey, you crazy bitch. As someone who's suffered from extreme anger issues in my early and still suffers from them, but has learned to manage them, mm-hmm. but didn't have them under hold for like eight to nine years. I've had that time in which you've done something really wrong and you just want to glide over it. So the way she walked in there, like, hey, bitch, like I've done that. I've walked into bars like, girls, like we're going to get some hibachi crudo margaritas. Like, just like, and then you, then one second later, they're like, uh, no, we need to drop into your behavior. Yeah, like and we need like, to talk. Uh-oh. And you're like, so I didn't distract you with my- <laughs> With my breezy positive- energy? Yeah, like. My breezily chaotic energy. I what are you love thinking of Arena? This season of Love Is Blind. It's no one it's, is well. No one is well. It's a journey for into Brett. alcoholism. Brett is the only person that's well on this. He's show. the only one tethered to sobriety and reality. Yeah, because I see even Tiffany my, is she's teetering. Tiffany, my girl. I love Tiff, her. I love her. She is just. I think she's. The, there's something about her drinking that she is gets really sleepy. <laughs> well, she is drinking. They do. You know, there's that rumor that tequila is an upper. Yeah. And it's not true. Oh, that's not true. No, not at all. I've been all. saying that for years. No, But I think she's one. And I think she's one of those gals who like heard that and really took it to heart and was like, I'm a tequila girl and always finds herself like me asleep. Me. <laughs> yeah. I... And I'm a tequila boy, but it is not an upper. You will pass the fuck out. Yeah, I've definitely learned that vodka is not my friend. Yeah. I I turn on vodka. Like I well, I'm gonna talk I about you and drinking and someone later. What? Yeah, um, someone who reminded me quite of you in this epi- in this this batch of episodes. But I will get to that. That is, if I think, <laughs> do I think you already know who it is, sweetie? You are so fucking nasty. <laughs> you know who it is. You want to say? No, no. Um, so but the only thing I find weird about Tiff, other than the drinking, is is the way she's always questioning him. Like, you're uncertain about this, right? No. Like, this really worries you. You know what really bugs me? And it's her. That's her projecting her fears. And I love that he's always like, I feel great about this. Love I know. He's it. like, I know. He's like, I love you, babe. Except for and- when she kind of said she he would have to pay the bills. Then he was like, hold up now. No, I'm obsessed with Brett. Brett says everything that I think a lot of women over 30 want to hear he's is like that she's like a duke on Bridgerton. Just like the, I'm obsessed. He's just he's saying exactly what women want to hear. But I think he means it. Like I, I do. Think he's he a dream man. Means it. He's a dream man. He's so fucking sexy. And he's got this beautiful apartment. And she's like, so like, will my desk go over there? Will it go over here? And goes, babe, if you want to get a two or three bedroom. I, I was like, I was wet. I same. I was like, Brett, and she was like, oh. And then I'm like, if you keep calling him bougie Brett, I will slap the shit out of you. Okay, he did buy twelve hundred dollars luggage. He makes amazing money. I, He's a self-made man who literally posted his fucking work on Instagram and now is like an executive at Nike. Like, leave only, him alone. The only thing I want to say about bougie Brett is I don't care for a man Would who's you, into technology. No, no, no. Uh, would you rather have him and his Roomba and virtual reality and his beautiful apartment? Or would you rather have Paul and his side of the road couch? <laughs> and just knives, Okembo. Fucking disgusting. I'm sorry. You know how I feel about Kyle. I'm Kyle. Kyle? 
Paul. Okay. Uh, we're gonna get over to Paul in a minute. Um, okay. So the, but Brett actually, is Brett and okay. Tiff are they're Brett and Tiff are like why this show exists. They are our new resident Lauren and Cam without mm-hmm. any of the charisma or love. Um, and something you seems don't to think be they a, have love? Something seems to be afoot there in the finale. So I'm kind of nervous about these last three. What? Like it looks like there's some like they never really played that with like Netflix kind of knew with Lauren and Cam with the first season because you didn't watch the first season. No, they I didn't. never played any of those like, well, they're not going to make it games with Lauren and Cam because it was like, guys, they're 100% going to make it. They're perfect for one another. They'll be together forever. Whereas they yeah. are playing that with Tiff and Brett in a way that kind of scares me. But the next you know what I don't we- like is Ooh. is um this is just something a lot of girls do and I don't like it is her friends were like, you better not hurt her. You better be good to her. Okay, I, I love, love her, her friends. And we'll talk about friends when we get to Micah's. <laughs> but I want to move on to a lady who stormed into my heart. Mm, yes. Elizabeth, <laughs> Paul's mom. A, Elizabeth, the paralegal from New Orleans. A Jennifer Coolidge character by way of oh Reese God. Witherspoon. I know. She came in like Jennifer Coolidge and then sat down and had like the warmth of a Reese Witherspoon in Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I just, I, I love, love this her. woman. And I don't know how she all... begat Paul. Thank you. I'm like, are you sure Paul is yours? When she said baby Jesus, I was like, yeah, because you don't know who he is. <laughs> like, is that the problem? I, I'm sorry. I love Paul. Oh, he is so hot. Shout out to my friend Amanda and Laura and Ashley Smith, who are both on my neck about loving Paul. I want to talk to those girls. They hate him. Why? They just think he's sick, disgusting, not cute, dangerous. Not cute, dangerous? Well, he does have a lot of knives. Oh, the pocket knives? It it did seem to be a lot in a small space. Have you seen Paul? He is someone who definitely takes those knives out on walks with him so he can, like, cut branches and, like, propagate He loves plants. plants. He's plant yeah. daddy. You, are you following him on Instagram as I am? Of course. Plant daddy. Um, and I'd like him to be my daddy. I honestly can't even talk about the things I've thought about Paul. Truly. No, I his jawline makes me so sick. Do you know that TikTok sound where it's, like, opened, you know when. I would have <laughs> said, this is our marital bed. Fuck me right here on this floor. Oh, my God. I would have felt that way about Brad. Paul and I are into it. The thing about Paul is like he's really hot, and I think like with just a little, a little shaping, he could well, be Mike like is doing that to him. Yeah, like, like she's clearly thrown him in those glasses and gotten him a little haircut. Mm-hmm. He, as someone said, you he does look like a tech millionaire. He does, but we know he's not. No, he's got about with seven dollars in the bank with those sad fucking cushions. She was like, hmm, and now I want to know what does Micah do. That she has two homes. Uh, yeah, she seems to have really set up shop in Arizona. Yeah, and he's like, babe, we're not going to Arizona. You're going to move into here. I'm and like, no, no, no. He would Micah like Arizona? doesn't belong there. He likes witchy women. I feel like Arizona's a land of witchy women and like turquoise jewelry. Her land of Arizona is not that. Yeah, Her she's, land in, is she's, in Megan, she's in Megan McCain territory. <laughs> she's, she's, uh, yeah, that's yeah. not. She's not in the like lotions and. Potions. She's in MAGA territory. Yeah, she's that's just sure. that's calling. The thing like about Micah it. is, I think Micah has a really poor judge of character, and I think she definitely doesn't surround herself with the best people, and that makes me uh, question her. Because I've got about eight notes here, just said with one word: Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. 
Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. Shelby came in like a bat out of hell. Mm -hmm. A demon. Mm -hmm. So drunk. So fucking drunk. I, I, I just don't even understand why Micah thought this was a good... Like, that is not the opportunity for you to be like, hey, here's this man who's different than every guy I've ever dated. Yeah. Antisocial. Mm-hmm. And um, I met about three weeks ago, and we will be married in 12 days. Her friend is so fucking nasty. Shelby's These are bitch. friends that you should if they see you, if they driving, see you doing good, they want to pull you down. Like, they are so fucking jealous and so nasty. And I'm going to say something, and it might be uh, anti-woman, uh, and I don't give a fuck. Must you? I mean, I used yeah. some words last week, though. I don't get I don't care. This this podcast is going Patreon, baby. We can say no, no, we, we can't. Want. We can't alienate anyone. <laughs> we need them. No, um, is this going to need to be behind a paywall? This fucking girl. These Uh-oh. girls think they are so fucking hot. I'm like, bitch, you are not hot. I don't know. You Micah's have really no... grown on me. Not Micah. I'm not talking about Micah. I'm talking about her fucking friends, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, the two rotten bitches, Shelby Michaela? and. I don't know. Whose name Kaylin. was mostly vowels. I really couldn't wrap my head around I was so disgusted by how they treated her. And then I was upset that Micah looked at him and was like, because he was looking at Micah like, if these are your friends, what does that say about you? Because people's friends say a lot about who they are. What does our friendship say? Chris, I don't know. <laughs> not, a, not anything good. <laughs> Getting on this mic basically calling women bitches and I mean, we're business partners. Colleagues. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shelby was a bad... Bad, bad egg. Bad egg. But we got to move on for the sake of time to one I could talk Zach. about the show forever. Zach, I love Love is Blind. Zach, Zach, Zach. Zach the Snack? Zach has really won me over in these batch of I episodes. Know. He Same. is a man on a mission. He, as Denzel Washington said, I'm going home with something. I'm leaving here with something. Zach is like, I will not be played like a clown on this show. Mm-hmm. I think if Bliss had said no, he would have stormed to Normandy down to Amber. He would have jumped off the the fucking ship. I, no, I and swam right to Amber or one of the other ones. He is take. He is like, I will not leave this experiment before I have to. Yeah. Now we have to talk about what he said, in which he said he has programmed music that when you nope. enter his bedroom. <laughs> You could hear the Harry Potter song. And Bliss, goes, walking... and Bliss goes, I love that. Imagine walking into a man's bedroom and you hear do, 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 do. I would honestly scream and then instantly give it up. But No, same. I would be like, wait, this is so fun. I, Zach I mean, What else really... can you program it to play? Zach has really grown on me. And also Are just you attracted like... to him? No, I'm not attracted to him, but I, I there's something about okay. Unfortunately, oh. I can't. There's get someone. Breath. There's someone else I'm attracted to on this show, and we'll get to that in a little if bit. You say Kwame, oh, I will. No, ch- no, no. I hate. Oh, oh Josh. No, okay. the cauliflower ears. Josh, who came Those out sick fucking ears. I was going to vomit. If Those cauliflower ears made me so disgust. Anyway, so the thing about Zach and Bliss. Love her. Bliss like loves him. Bliss thinks he's so fucking cute. She thinks he's so funny. Thinks he's so smart. And I have to tell you something. Zach's sister posted a TikTok Uh-oh. Uh-oh. that brought me to tears. About when he lived under the bridge? 
know about his about their mom and it was like for those like that don't Judging. know zach yeah it was like if, for those that don't know zach let me show you our beautiful mom and i was, was brought she to tears. in, in, in the, the tiktoks, TikToks? Yes. <laughs> she's dead yeah i know she passed i thought it might right. have been old footage no she's not showing old footage of her <laughs> stripping no are you, are you well i mean I, I i'm really into zach and bliss when they were dancing in that kitchen i was like this is like a shitty rom-com but where zach goes wrong is is how he over talks everyone like when she's trying to explain like um her feelings of always being second he won't create any kind of emotional space for other people and it really gave me a chill when he when she said i know that i'm better to her better than her and he said there goes that pretentiousness no i know first of all zach is a bitchy gay because only a bitchy gay man would be like there goes that pretentiousness girl (laughs) it's like Kind of straight and, then she was like, that. and then she panicked. She was like, I like didn't mean it like that. I, I, like, you I, know, I, didn't, I didn't mean I'm better than her. Yeah. Zach is a guy who was bullied for his mom being a stripper, then his mom passed, then he lived under a bridge. And now he is so wary of any kind of um judgment uh-huh. and yet is secretly the most judgmental person. Yeah, of course. It's usually how it goes. But I mean, he proposed on the boat and she was wearing that little sun hat and she yeah. said yes. And that's stormy He's a weather. Horrible kisser. She like loves him, Chris. I, I his the way he kisses makes me want to jump off of. And he's window. looking at her like I can't even believe I was gonna marry Irina. Like oh, Irina. Irina is literally is she the coming back. Sister. I don't think so. I kept waiting for her to come into that strange party at the end, uh, uh, Chelsea's birthday. Let's talk about Kwame and Chelsea. No, hold on. Okay, because I, oh. I think this note that I have here is about Kwame and Chelsea. Okay. It simply says lube and COVID tests. Yes. Oh, they, his his dresser his drawer, drawer of lube of COVID tests. And she is the most okay. Well, don't thirty year old too- woman Uh-oh. I've. Chris, if you well, that's who I was gonna say think. you are. That's who, like, just in the sense that when she oh. got drunk, when her father came over, she was screaming at the top of her lungs. And that was you every single time you had one sip of alcohol. I was like, you have lost, like, like we're in a quiet restaurant. You're like, so tell me. That's, a that's, the, that's the only way that you're Chelsea when she was like, oh, my dad's saying oh, you can take her for 75% off. It's like, ma'am, everyone is right next to you. Kwame looks at her like, I hate this woman. Kwame looked like he wanted to make a Kwame-shaped hole in the wall and get the fuck out of there. He hates her. What's going on with the parents this season? They're all so accepting. So I have a theory. They are. They know uh, about Kwame. And his mo- phone call with the mom. I think the mom said, basically no, no, no. scrub my voice from the internet. I actually feel like it wasn't his real mother. And he wanted an excuse to not have to marry Chelsea. I think it was his mom. Because what the fuck do these people tell their parents before they go on this show? I don't think they're telling them anything, which is why her father, which is why her easy, when the way she set up her father, I felt like J.K. Simmons and Whiplash was going to show up. I like just it was going to be demon. Terry Bradshaw. This Ray door Liotta opened type. and it was the nicest man in the world in a <laughs> Christmas sweater. 
who heard that his daughter's engaged to a practical stranger and was like, I think this is wonderful goes, and I, I believe love in this, this love. Yeah. He lo- he loved it. It was like perfect. And Kwame is so crazy. This is literally what he said. This is a quote. He goes, I mean, I wasn't going to leave Portland, you know, like I have my routines and I have my running path. So when he said running path, I thought he is such a straight man. I hate him. He just cannot I stray hate from him. The, he cannot stray from the Lord's path. He is just vile. But we've had this before, like in the first season, Damien Powers, which is a shocking name. His family wouldn't film. And I think the mother was like, because he's holding the phone as if she's on speaker. Yeah. And so but the mother wouldn't even voice. sign the release to have her voice appear on this show. Mm-hmm. But like, then why would you go on this show? I think he just, I think Kwame's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I'll say is everyone's like, oh my God, Netflix really like upped the ante this season. The one thing yeah. I do want to say is, is that three and four were filmed concurrently. Yeah. So that it's not like they got the notes from season three mm-hmm. and then upped it. Like this is just, they found really unwell, crazy individuals. I think so to talk about Chelsea wanting six kids. Um, okay. She said, I used to want six kids. I think she'd be happy with no, three. No, no, no. I, no, listen. I understand her sometimes, which is so you are Chelsea. Okay. And I am like, you're 30 years old. You want to have kids. You want to have a family. You kind of have to start. You start the timeline in your head because you're like, okay, we get married and then we want to wait two years and I'll be 32. But what if I have a hard time getting pregnant? Then I'll be 34, 35. And then, and then you're like, but that's only one. And then I'll but be what? 38 for him to say four or five year wait. I've I mean, never... if a man looked at me and said, I want to travel the world, I, I, here's, you know what I want to fucking know? What do they discuss in the pods? Kwame Nothing. didn't know her dad's name. Okay. Kwame well... didn't know she wanted to have kids. Mm-mm. Kwame didn't know. What do they talk about? Well, we saw just like, hey, what's your favorite song? Oh my God, I love, um, what was this? I hope you dance. Yeah, literally the most popular song in the world. <laughs> A song I have sang many a times drunkenly, but that I never mm-hmm. think of as people's favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, then I have the note here, home is where you're not supposed to be hurt. And that takes us over to a little lady named Jackie. Jacqueline. First and foremost, I want to say home is where you're hurt the most. And maybe that's just my own personal trauma. She looks like Selena. Um, Gomez? No, the one that bought, the one that died. I don't know that I agree there. I think she's I'll send gorgeous. I'll you a photo later. I think she's gorgeous, but mm-hmm. deeply troubled. And I bet those producers were so fucking pissed. You could tell they got over there with like a steady cam right quick when they heard that. Like they were like, fuck, we need to install nest cams with these two because shit is happening between them in the dark. Yeah. Mitchell is triggering to Marshall. me. Marshall. Uh, Marshall. I can't even commit <laughs> his name. That defunct Will Smith looking asshole. He is so sick. His weak little eyes. I loved his family. Oh, his sister with all pastels. I love. I loved her. his sister, an icon. I find Marshall. You know, his to brother be... was on the Bachelor, or his cousin was on the Bachelor. I have seen that, and I hope his brother or cousin is a better man than Marshall. Marshall is a. You don't like Marshall. He is a frightening character. Mm. I think he is five seconds from snapping. To me, he has the same energy as Matt from last season, Matt and Colleen. When he said that I look at you like a project. No, look, have I, I said that to a few men? Yeah. You just don't say that part out loud. I mean, I have, but like when I knew I was scorching earth. Mm-hmm. 
wasn't like we were going to end on a like hug and five. She's five seconds so away. addicted to toxicity in relationships, we and why she going end up with Josh? Does, yeah, like he doesn't give that to her. Like he doesn't really give in to it. He he more comes at her like from a softer place, and she wants to be met with like anger and okay, hostility. Here is what I will say about. Marshall. But they're they're getting into us very toxic dynamic. Marshall is someone who is thinks of himself as an incredibly positive emotional person and yet he will wield that emotion to harm you mm, okay he's like i i can't do this i'm the calm one mm-hmm. and it's like sir you are a volcano waiting to explode mm-hmm. there is he's i i he's chilling to me bone chilling i <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but I also don't agree with you. I I think um, I know it takes all kinds when watching this show. It's just I feel for him because he's not strong enough to just be like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Because the moment she I mean, he made her a breakfast and she was like, I've never had breakfast like this before. I'm like, baby. It seemed like she'd never been in the warmth of the home. No, it's it's really sad. And I wish that we knew more about that because she just kind of keeps like dropping like little hints like that her family life is fucking horrible. She's like, I can't take this shit. I gotta get out of this shit. Like, you know, and then um And also he's talking, no, no, no. When he's talking to Brett and he goes, She never says I love you. She goes, I fuck with you hard. But how could you love Marshall? I could love Marshall. He's sick. No, I think he's a sweetheart. He's so weak. I hate weakness. I know you do. That's like one of your things. And as my therapist once said, shouldn't you at least pity the weak? And I said, unfortunately, I cannot do that. Unfortunately. I'm sorry. I just hate weak people. Particularly weak people who are mean. I just don't like Mitchell. Marshall, he's a bad guy. Okay. Now let's end on a man named Josh Danes. Who came in dressed like a discount The Rock. With that, you guys, I <laughs> no. found him to be so appalling. I'm so scared and of him. And everyone there was like, ew. Everyone there was <laughs> like, no, this is his personality all the time. <laughs> Kwame said at one point, <laughs> I so have done upset. nothing but try to get him out of here. <laughs> like, like, they all hate him. I've never seen everyone on a reality show so uniformly agree, like, get him the they almost were looking directly in the camera like get him yeah. out of here he's dangerous. They were like why is he here who brought him you know what i love about love is blind is that like i love that they're all in the same city like i love that they all actually live in the same place they well, all can brett. actually he's a four hour out. drive out brett yeah he lives in or not brett um kwame oh fuck him i don't <laughs> care about him <laughs> You're but like, I feel for Chelsea because I think Chelsea's actually like a really good person. And I think she's really sweet. She's just one of those women who's 30 years old and she's hanging on too tight. Because really, she's like, Would you like to tell people how old you are? Because you really laid a lot of philosophy on Chelsea's 30. I'm 30. Well, I know. It's like a lot's coming I up understand. I, I get it. Like, I've had these thoughts. I did think of you when she said, at my old apartment where I lived with my boyfriend, he controlled the decorating. So now yep. everything must be pink. Yep. <laughs> with our sad little dog. I was like, oh God, this is Sam. Honestly, Ram- I'm Chelsea. <laughs> it was you in that ramshackle apartment that had no walls. Yeah. I, you know, but I was able to just like be 
you just, you know, like when you get your first apartment, like you just go crazy. Oh yeah. I'll never forget one of the first Instagram stories you sent me. And it was, I had looked and I said to you, now why do you have a small Eiffel Tower next to your television? <laughs> and you just couldn't even answer. You were just like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I've since gone for the bit. It was, it was so upsetting. <laughs> like, oh lord, this bitch. But her, don't be that bitch. <laughs> watched Amelie once and was like, woo, I'm going to Paris, baby. No, I watched Passport to Paris yeah. and was like, I love not, it. Not even an independent film. <laughs> oh, no. of American National Olsen. Yeah, duo star. Classic. <laughs> um, I guess that's everyone on Love is Blind, but I love where we're taking us to end us on the introduction of Josh as a new character. He made me really... Unsafe. He made me feel unsafe. I had, I had to fast forward a bit with him and then Jackie go back. was like, like I thought I it was irresponsible of the it producers. Up. Well, I think they like set it up like Jackie was like gonna maybe be into it, but Jackie is not into this. But she no, she's having d- drinks with him next week. Oh, I didn't see the preview. Yeah, she's like having drinks with him, and she's he's like, we need to be together, and then she goes back to Marshall, and they talk about him. A man, if you are addicted to drama, a man like Josh mm-hmm. is your dream. A man who will show the, up as drunk as is, I've ever is seen that's anyone. That's not what she needs, but it's she needs not what to be she in needs, therapy. But it's what she wants. Yeah, she needs therapy deeply. Oh. Anyway, so guys, if you like that Love Is Blind deep dive, <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon that isn't yet available, but will be. Where it will okay. be by the time this episode comes out, hopefully. It'll be in the show notes. We're going to get it up there. Tell me. I'm really going to look at it. Well, by the way, also, you're saying this like you couldn't do it. Chris, that, you know that's not my forte. That's true. You're more of the graphic design marketing identity. I'm more of like the CCO. And you're the CEO. What is a CCO? Chief Creative Officer. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I work at a business. I don't work at a like, creative place. Yeah. I'm the Chief combination officer yeah it's like i've heard of a cfo chief chief cio yeah no yeah we're gonna need a chief information officer just to keep our tech going yeah yeah all right well we hope you enjoyed that uh let's chat about season five episode three luck be an old lady let's start Mm -hmm. with a little episode synopsis carrie worries about the state of her friendships samantha suffers continued insecurity Charlotte celebrates a birthday and Miranda's dealing with body image issues. Hmm. Now I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. this is um as strange of an episode as Sex and the City has ever given us, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned last week, if I was to think about just, you had told me before we started this podcast to name my favorite seasons of Sex and the City, five probably would have been number three. Okay, yeah. Well, we're about three out of eight in. And I'm like, it's tough when it's only an eight episode season to be like, I dislike three of the episodes. Yeah, this episode, I remember. I remember it as a lot more fun. I remember hating it. Like, I remember hating it so fucking much. So I went in this episode and uh, that sentiment still stands. 
I have to tell it, you guys, I usually watch these episodes multiple times and prep for this podcast. Could not watch this a second time. It's just like, it's just chaos. <laughs> and it feels like an episode that should oh, have I also some weight have to it. To say. Oh, sure. Do you want to say it now? Yeah. Go on. Steve motherfucking Brady. Oh, we'll get to him in a second. (laughs) But what I was going to say is I feel like the sad thing about this episode is is that it should feel really impactful Mm because it's about the reality of shifting friendships, which is so potent and important and something we can all relate to. Mm -hmm. And then we get this monologue. People go to casinos for the same reason they go on blind dates, hoping to hit the jackpot. But mostly, you just wind up broke or alone in a bar. If we know the house always wins, why gamble? What the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) In an episode about her changing friendship dynamics, why is she talking about gambling? It doesn't even relate. Like, why gamble on what? Like, girl, what are you talking about? What is the house in this metaphor? I don't gamble. So I believe that, but I think the house means, like, the casino. No, but what in the in the metaphor she is using? Oh. What is the house? Fate. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. It's such a tough... It's... And I'm going to say something also harsh. Okay. Uh-oh. I found Sarah Jessica Parker's hair to be really tough to look at. It was um in a strange spot here. It feels like, you know, when you cut bangs and then you are like in that middle space when you're growing them out. That's not yes, exactly that's not exactly where she is, because that's no, not the situation. But emotionally, I think her hair is in a transition space and it ain't good. And it ain't good. And when I, we first got our eyes on Miranda at the lunch, I thought I <laughs> her oh blowout. God. What it's they're crazy. doing to Miranda in this episode. If I was Cynthia Nixon, I would have literally fired everyone around. I, there, would, have I would have strangled Pat Field to the ground if she had put me in that last outfit, that scarf and maroon duster. Carter. <laughs> no, I know. But when I first saw her hair, I thought for some reason this was the episode where she's Miranda um, baby weight. No, that's coming up. We're going to have to suffer through that. That's coming for us. That's Big Boned or whatever the fuck I'm, his name is. Yeah, like uh, Johnny Big Boned. Like Johnny Big Boned. And then we character. got, yeah, he's crazy. Big pussy. With his big mole. Oh my God, he makes me sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> this whole season is disgusting. It's like I, the only person that I can like, actually train wreck. look at is Charlotte. I thought Samantha looked cute, except she was wearing a crazy Luann Delacep statement necklace at one point. She looked crazy as fuck. <laughs> <And> her <laughs> bangs have never looked harsher. Everything is nuts in this season. It's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Speaking of nuts, this whole episode is strangely structured. So we open in the sense that I should say it's strangely structured in the sense that we don't really get individual storylines because they're yeah. all together. Um, so Which we're gonna I would like. I know it was shocking that I was like, no, keep get them apart. Yeah. <laughs> so Carrie is stood up on a blind date, which is kind of a silly way to introduce it, but at least it continues to um nail down that she is just completely pessimistic about dating right now in life. But do blind which dates still know. happen? Um I know a lot of matchmaking happens. 
But like with the internet, mm, no. like why would you ever go into it? Like, right? Like a blind date couldn't really exist because if no. a person was like, hey, I'd like to set you up with my friend, John, I would you say would like, oh, him. what's like, can you show me John's Insta? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think blind dates happen anymore. Or I would find it on my own. There isn't a lot my of- My mom um, oh. met her ex-boyfriend on a blind date. How? But that was like back in like 2002. So like, it really was blind. I'd love They'd to have to bring out like photo mom. albums. I'd love to hear more about your mom's Knickerbocker days and just like her dating life. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. when I visit next room, maybe I just need to take your mom to the drinks. She would love that. Honestly, I'll get both of your parents separate. You can yeah. come, but maybe we'll get them separate and together. Uh, they would love that. Love them. They love you so deeply. It's very oh, cute. I'm obsessed. I loved our little date with them where we went to that weird bar and then dinner and then the oh, hotel yeah. bar. Yeah. Well, we went to like a dive bar. Yes. And then like a nice dinner and mm-hmm. then a really nice hotel bar. Mm-hmm. Then I just, then did you all leave and I just stood in a big circle waiting for an Uber? You went out. No, but like to get back, remember, like I just stood in a, like, I stood oh, in a big circle area. Like a roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for an Uber. And then, yeah, I went to the, the I kept calling it the bronze, but it is in fact the it's Bronx. Bronx. Yeah. And yeah. I went there every night and told a different story about my life. <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> and it was out until like 3 a.m. Okay. We have to talk about Sex in the City. Do we? I'm yeah. like ready to get back into Bliss let's, and the Gang. I know. Let's, let's get into. Uh... So Charlotte's turning 36. Mm-hmm. She does not want to celebrate. I. I hate Carrie's little joke about Charlotte's turning 30 foe, like F-A-O-U-X, like foe, like fake. It's like, Carrie, please shut the fuck up. She's really at her most punny this season, and it's driving me crazy. She's at her most annoying. Like, they really said, let's just amp the energy up and just, like, make her fucking nuts. Let's make her hateful, negative, and let's amp up the puns. And yet also, like, at her most perky energy. Yeah, it's really obnoxious. Have you ever stuck to an age? No. I think I might stick to 35. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I'm turning 35 later this so year. And I feel like when, when 36 rolls around, I'm gonna be like, guys, I don't know. I might stick. Oh, okay. Usually what I that means think... to me is just like, I'm not celebrating. I'm not acknowledging it. Like Mariah Carey, we're not doing it. Anniversaries. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. Richard suggests that the girls get together and come to Atlantic City. I'm not, oh, for like some kind of fight, I guess. Yeah, Mayweather fight. And they're taking a jet. I, I'm pretty sure Atlantic City is like about 90 minutes He doesn't out. give a fuck about his carbon footprint. Who is he, Taylor Swift? <laughs> He's taken his jet an hour. He's probably, they're probably on that flight for 30 minutes. Please, it's shorter than when I flew they probably first spend, class. They probably spend more time taking off and landing than actually being in the air. It sounds like my flight to from Grand Rapids to Detroit, in which I flew first class and had three drinks in <laughs> about eighteen minutes. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, you're you're taking a plane." You're I was like, a... "I can come get you." Well, I'm from a small state, so when I saw it was like an hour and a half, two hour drive, I was like, "Oh, you can't ask someone to do that." Wow. But I think I in a big it. state, that's just like, oh, whatever. We're driving two hours. Yeah. But no, I was like, I will take an 18-minute flight, fly first class, and drink everything. I was like, yeah. keep them coming. Keep them coming. So we get like a kind of fun dual scenes of the women and how they get to Atlantic City. Richard, Samantha, and Charlotte end up flying. And I, I love Samantha. 
I love her. Yeah. But she needs to be under Azkaban for this behavior. No, no, no. I would be so mad. I'd be so disgusted. If that was my friend. First of all, if you see her story, like, opening up a box. First of all, yes, stop, stop her, her from opening. <laughs> she's like, oh, a present. And she's making it this big deal. And they're just watching her. And then she's like, what's this? No. Mm-hmm. Go for it. What's your question? Your feminine question you're going to ask. <laughs> How does a pearl thong work? What do you mean? What is it doing? So the pearl is like where the strap, where the usual like little guy would be. It's in the middle. In the middle of what? You know, like how underwear, it's like down here. So it's pressing against your, like it's the. It's the under part. Yeah. It's the undercarriage. Yeah. So the little bead will like rub on your. But it's going inside of you? No. It's just rubbing. It's rubbing on your. uh, Vaginal Oh, is it? I don't. It... I don't want to say the word "clit," but that's but the situation. That it's supposed to you? be sexy. Isn't your clitoris inside of you? No, 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 no. <laughs> just hanging out. It's not hanging. It's like just part of your vagina. I'm gonna give yeah. my eyes one of these. And then, like the pearl, like so, it goes like this, and then it goes up your butt crack. So it's really getting at you each way. Yeah, that's what I think he likes. At first, I thought they were anal beads when she pulled them out, but I thought that they were too small for Samantha. But what are you saying about her anus? <laughs> I just feel like out. she's got a lot. Yeah. Um. Now, I uh, it Go is tough it to be like question. a man. Like just the whole the like um. What did she say? What is the joke? Like, oh, my father got me a pearl necklace when I was a girl. And they're like, oh, maybe I'll give you a pearl necklace later. That's... And Samantha's like, it's when a man decorates your neck. Like, guys, guys, come if on. If I was Charlotte, I would fucking... I would have thrown up. I, I literally would have locked myself in the fucking whatever, the cockpit. I don't care how short the flight is. I would have literally thrown up. No, I would have been so mad. This is worse than Carrie walking in on her blowing someone. Honestly, much. So upsetting. Because this isn't like PDA. This is like they're like being inappropriate. So that flight was just seemed like a nightmare. Then we've got Steve, Carrie, and Miranda. And I'll give you the floor to discuss Steve. Okay. You so know, I think you thought, can already guess my thoughts. Yeah, obviously. But, you know, sometimes I do flip-flop on Steve. Sometimes I don't know what I'm feeling. Sometimes I don't know. But Miranda's ready to go. She's so excited to go to Atlantic City. She's got Magda. She's giving thing. two. She said, I can be ready in two minutes. Two minutes. Chris, I'm going to throw up. You're like, you're like <laughs> Samantha right now. You're making me upset. Um, And then the doorbell, there's a pounding on the door. She opens it. It's fucking Steve holding Brady. And he goes, I scraped the baby with his with my dirty fingernail. Now, are we to believe Steve took the baby all the way back to Queens and then came back? I, I bet he barely made it out, out of down the block. And he goes, I scraped the baby with my dirty fingernail. Well, first Asked of all, wash him. your fucking hands. Yeah. Why are they dirty? And why do you have long nails? And two... He was like, I can't do this. Sir, it is your child. This is where men make me so fucking angry. Is this idea that it's like, 
oh yeah, is he watching the kids say no? He's being a parent. That he's is what not he's not babysitting. Doing. He's literally watching his. He's fucking watching kid. his son. He's being a dad, and the fact that he's like, I can't do this. Upsetting. Look, you're talking. Disgusting. You're, you're preaching to the converted. And this is something here. no one talks about when it comes to Steve. No, they're always like, he's so loyal. He's cute. Look at his butt. I wonder if Brady Miranda is so up. mean to him. Like I he... Brady's so fucked up. Miranda didn't want to hang pictures of him on the fridge. Steve can't raise him. Yeah. Miranda's like, I didn't put that shit up. Look at him. She's like, I hate my head. baby. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. I want to read my <laughs> just like she looked at Carrie and is like, Can you shut the fuck up after reading my New Yorker? Yeah. Like Do you think we'll be doing this when we're eight? Shut up. Like <laughs> No, we're not going to make two more Carrie minutes. Carrie is don't in a manic fucking state. Because she's like, we're only going to be together well, this time. I'm looking Friendship at this picture, the last just... picture of us, and it's multi. I know. She was like, friendships take work and effort. And I'm like, you've never put any work and effort in. You brought the bullshit bagels. You sent your wily coyote of a man to like pick up your friend. You berated you left... your friend into giving you money. You've also like left girls nights early to go fuck big. Like Also please. shouldn't you give that $1000 to Charlotte? Like if I was Charlotte, there's I and I I know we felt like okay, it's great that Charlotte gave her the money, but there's yeah. also no way if I loaned my friend a significant amount of money, I wouldn't be able to watch them every single time. Oh, you're getting another drink? I know I'd be like, "Oh, you bought a new pair of shoes." Oh, you got a $1000 chip? I she should have been like well, technically, this is Charlotte's money as I'm living on a loan. Mm-hmm. Living on a loan and a prayer. It's horrible. Carrie needs to go on like a low grade, like a downer. <laughs> just something Carrie to just bring her to base level. Level her out. Yeah. Okay, so then we get to Atlantic City. And I also just felt like this isn't, we so rarely take the girls out of New York. This mm-hmm. is not like LA. I did not want to, this felt like worse than suffering to me. It just felt stodgy and gross. I didn't want to be there. Did you? <laughs> I didn't no. And that guy was like, hey, blondie. Oh, I was like, we'll get oh, to him in a bit. God. Or that gross man in a swami hat just like, want your picture taken? Like, what's I know. happening? And she's, like, she's like, someone's got a sourpuss face. I would have been like, bitch, like, Samantha's not even here. Like, I'm like, you all are the fucking, they're horrible. It's my birthday. Charlotte's the only one that I found acceptable. Um, so Miranda's worried about her postpartum body and all Relatable. throughout the episode. Relatable. But I also just felt kind of like... I feel like that's not Miranda. It didn't feel like Miranda... Well, I guess we have seen her like constantly working at... I guess what I will say is is that it seems that her res- her hesitancy to work out isn't in line with the Miranda we've seen before. Right. Who like ran the marathon and met like... I think we've seen her meet like three men at her gym. Yeah, she's an active girl. She played softball. Yeah, she did that class where she kicked that man in the head who wanted her to spank her. Spank him. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, good times. So, But it's fine for her to grow and not have the energy or time to work out. Yeah. Right? Like it, she's honestly, a partner you know in her law firm now. She's you know got a baby. Like? Yeah. It felt like watching people like now that COVID is over, like how we all like don't have the energy to like do much anymore well, you and i didn't have much energy before it's not like we were get up and go girls ever that's so true but it's gotten so much worse it is and look 
I guess I did try to get up and go, and then I got into a massive accident. Eight weeks later, I still can't use my hand. I so got a get coffee delivered. Go, yeah. Getting up and go ain't all it's cracked up to be. I got on a bike, and it ruined my gear, basically. Stay in bed. My advice to everybody. Stay when the fuck in bed. When you texted me that you fell off your bike. I didn't I fall off my bike. I was thrown I, from it. I never knew that this is where it would be. No, I couldn't have seen just eight weeks later, still no hand, pins, penless. I've been penetrated. Penless. Yeah. I'm in constant communication with a giant Ukrainian man. Hands I'm, the size of iPads. I'm hoping he'll marry me, but I know him to be married to a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's like, you seem to just be calling me to talk. Like, that is not, much like my therapist, he's like, we aren't friends. Like, right. you can't just reach out to me like, hey, buddy, what's going on with Scandaval? <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, What did you, so then we meet these two men at the craps table, right, who are so gross and say the fat ass comment. But no, I have to Chris, tell you, I, I did not like this whole, nope. what are you having, triplets? Okay, I enjoyed that part. Oh, I what didn't. I didn't enjoy is Charlie going, her ass isn't normally this fat. I was like, oh my fucking See, God. That and felt I, to me though very that, Charlotte. It did, but it was mean. I know, but you smug Charlotte. That she would so try true. to, that she would say something and then kind of fall into um, embarrassing. Yeah. Kind of when she was like, oh my God, will you, what about your I, two loves, Terry? Big and Aiden. Uh-oh. Like, yeah, Charlotte I, just, that's something Charlotte and I share in, in common. It's like, I oh fuck, say. I thought I I meant that to just be factual. Kind of like today when I told you I really enjoy, I was like, oh, today's shortcoming or hot off the mess was good. And I was like, well, the way I phrase that makes it sound like the others aren't. But that's you not know what, what I, I just, meant. I just breeze right over that. I'm so <laughs> used to it. <laughs> but I'm like, oh fuck, I did it again. Yeah, it's okay. But so I didn't mind Samantha's little like, what's your excuse? It was Carrie's little yeah. popping in going, what I haven't triplets. And then like how everyone applauds. Like I think everyone would be like, no ladies, like literally get the fuck away from here. Yeah, I mean, this is Atlantic City. Like this is this is serious gambling. But this is where if I was Cynthia Nixon, I don't know who directed this episode, I would have had some serious notes for them. Mm-hmm. The cut to her ass was so unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And also she's not like a larger gal like no. there's also, no... she forgot she just had a baby there's well i mean wouldn't you <laughs> if i had on. baby brady yeah. also apology guys i just burped on mike and it was disgusting you did well now i admitted it maybe it didn't catch it <laughs> <laughs> whoops what's <laughs> that behind the paywall <laughs> yeah so then let's move on to Samantha and what okay. she's dealing with in Atlantic City. So she's worried Richard is going to cheat. We've got this um, Terry woman bar um, chambermaid, if you will, who's <laughs> yeah. running around with her bra out, basically like with her tongue. Like She's basically walking around freshly fucked. Uh-huh. She was giving big Shana energy, very confident. Oh, big Shana energy. Big hostess at that one restaurant energy. Oh, yeah. Every every accessory woman on this show is like the se- most sexual confident Person being ever you'll met. ever yeah <laughs> so she's walking in like oh Richard like so breathy Richard if someone did that to Danny I would fucking scalp them 
Well, you wouldn't do what Samantha did, which is like just give him a blowjob for hours. Ew. No. And I didn't like, I love Richard, but it was, I don't know, it was making me sick looking at him on that couch and his robe and his black. With his like, tummy hanging. I was like, sir, come on. You're no, sexy. the way put he on... was leaning back was really upsetting. I was like, just put on your crisp white shirt and keep it moving, bitch. At least like, a t-shirt or a long sleeve. I don't know. Everything about this episode. pajama. It just, I did not want to be in Atlantic City. I didn't either. It was making me feel like I, it, I guess as an immersive experience, I really felt like I was there. Yeah. I felt the, the filth. Like the cigarette smoke was like sticking on me. Yeah. It just was really I don't need gross. to take a second bath. <laughs> Real whore's bath after watching this episode. Yeah, it's gross. Um, so Samantha's worried. She hears Richard is backing out of the fight and decides she has to get up there. Mm-hmm. So she ends up running up the stairs. This is where I was like, what is this pearl thong doing to her? It's messing with her head and her mind. So her she heart. ends up ripping it off, mm-hmm. runs in, and Richard is, in fact, on a call. No one's there. And as a story beat, <clears throat> I really appreciate that she makes the decision that I can't do this, that it's not I about agree. like she, that I just, I'm not interested in this anymore of worrying constantly. That, and I'm not going to be assuaged by hearing you, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Because I just can't believe it. I can't do it, yeah. My only problem with the story beat is it feels a little too similar to the when she, when she breaks up Her with Smith. Smith. The whole idea of choosing myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also just two very extremely different circumstances. But it almost is almost the same language, though. It's the exact same language. Yeah. And which in some ways is like good circular storytelling. Um, also like keeping her consistent. That is something we do repeat patterns and she loses herself to Smith and needs to choose herself again. There's just something about the language being so on the nose that feels mm-hmm. a little... I just wish like more people, if they feel the way Samantha feels, do what she did. Because it's like, no matter what, like if you don't have that trust in your significant other, like your, your life is going to be hell. My advice to everyone when they start looking at phones and doing stuff, I'm Mm -hmm. like, if you believe something is there, you're going to find it. Just leave. Well, also it's like, what are you really going to do if you find something? Are you going to leave? It's like, that's the choice you have to make. Like, if you go through someone's phone or something and you find something, what are you really going to do? And you're going to find something that's going to piss you off. Oh, you're for just sure. looking for confirmation well, also, bias. Like, if someone went through my phone, like, I vent to my friends or like I go to them with issues or whatever. Like, Danny's not going to want to see that shit. Right. Like, I had a very similar circumstance happen with actually an ex boyfriend saw my phone and I was venting about him. And I said, well, like, I can't imagine you don't do that. And he didn't. Like he should and I was like, I actually think that's unhealthy. I think it's weird. Like you need to have an like I under like I am not perfect. I'm quite annoying and have a varied like I have yeah. high standards and very definitive boundaries. Mm-hmm. So like you better be complaining, sweetie. Like I understand I bring I a lot to the table, it's, but it's fucking weird that you don't it's, vent. It's normal to, your to be annoyed. Yeah. It's normal to find things annoying about your partner but when you start that slippery slope of check i am very adamant against Uh, locations sharing locations with people i only share locations with a former colleague and it's by accident and so she always knows what i I mean like with your partner yeah no i would share my location with you if you wanted 
I would love that actually. <laughs> just, you just want it. Mostly because it's Gracie like truly it's three places work, my bed, and the bar. Yeah, I think Gracie has my location. But well, um, I can't get into her. <laughs> she's funny. Um, <laughs> I love her. But uh, yeah, like I don't want Danny to have my location. And I don't want to have his. I just don't think people. I don't know, need you... to know where he's at all day. It's this idea of like when people start to get into relationships, they automatically think they like own that other person. It's like, no, that other person has like their own life. Do you think this is on that bingo card of our bad relationship advice? No, I think this is really good relationship advice. Well, only that reviewer can tell. Right in. He's literally our Patreon. Yeah. Oh, I hope they. I hope even the Miss Boo, even the bad reviewers, sign up for this fucking Patreon, guys. We're gonna have so much fun over on Patreon. We got to get into the rest of the episode. Well, there isn't much. So Charlotte is insecure about aging. I really did appreciate when she comes out of the shower and is literally dressed like old maid. The bonnet. I just. Why would Charlotte is do white women wear bonnets? In the shower sometimes. Oh, okay. Like, it's definitely a black Like, if you don't want to get your hair wet in the shower. Got it. Okay. I normally just put my hair up in a pony, like, in a bun. I could see you also not showering. That's so mean, (laughs) Chris. Just like, let's just go with it. I shower. Every day? Every day. Wow. I took a bath and a shower yesterday. Love a bath. I was soaking. (sighs) You know I'd love to take a bath. But when when Charlotte walks down in that dress it's giving miss congeniality in the blue dress like it's like so Except hot a much uglier dress no it's very atlantic city like that's yeah. the point but i loved it i did too i thought um i just thought it was i don't know i didn't really understand the women like oh that's what women wear when they have to become hookers i was like carrie come on carrie look at your fucking outfit and your You're like an lbd shut up shut up and so Ugh. she wants to go to a bar with Carrie. She's super interested in meeting men. Carrie's mm-hmm. like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and they go to the boardwalk. And Charlotte doesn't really have like a denouement or an ending to her story of like her insecurity about getting older. Mm-hmm. But all she does, all she says to Carrie is, is that I want, I want the drama. I want the kids. I want. I loved her saying that. And she's going to get it. You know, we're going to meet mm-hmm. Harry in but a few episodes. Yeah. I loved her saying that because I think it's just like it's so real and it also like is it's a positive look you know on life like it's a it's like yeah shit's gonna be crazy and dramatic and there's gonna be ups and there's gonna be downs but like that's what I want and Carrie is in her negative ass era I know like bitch (laughs) you got a book deal be happy Well, all she had to do was assemble a few columns. Thank you. Um, the one thing I would note and is just, I don't really think of this moment with Charlotte as one of her iconic, iconic lines. Mm-hmm. Like we talk a lot about, um, I've been dating since I was 16. Where is he? But not really yeah. this moment. I think we should talk about this more. It's so hopeful and exactly kind of how you can see Charlotte getting through the pain of a divorce mm-hmm. is she really does believe. And it's a nice... Um, addition to last week when she talks about how she feels Trey robbed her of her ability to believe and I think somehow in Atlantic City she found it she found it mostly by looking at Carrie and being like I don't want to be her 110 percent and she also doesn't want to be Samantha who's running Running around this hotel with pearl 
panties. Given blow and she jobs. doesn't want to be Miranda because Miranda's just kind of like flailing. Flailing. <laughs> yeah, and Carrie's just so I just You know that episode a... of Seinfeld where I've never seen Seinfeld. Really? You should. It's great. It's a great nap show. I heard it's really good. I can turn it on and fall right to sleep. Yeah. Um, there's an episode where Elaine decides she can't do it anymore with Jerry, George, and Kramer. And so she gets three new friends, three new guy friends. And I feel like Charlotte is at that breaking point. Like, she's like, if you guys don't get it together, I, I, I gotta, I'm gonna bounce. You know that scene in Girls at the Beach House when Shoshana, yeah. like, fucking loses it on everybody? Charlotte's one martini away from doing that. Yeah. You mean I want to be like you, like, mentally ill? <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up about that duck? It tasted like a used condom. I love I have mostly most her. of that episode memorized. And I it's... have actually stormed away from a group of friends basically screaming. And I'm going to call my boyfriend who asks me for nothing. So I give him everything. <laughs> it's just Charlotte. I mean, Carrie is really pissing me off. Okay, so to have a friend be that fucking hateful and have hair like that, I would be like, girl, shut the fuck up. She's giving Irina. And then she says, I'm gonna go get some saltwater taffy. taffy. I'm crazy about it. And got off the, the golf cart. And they're wearing these pink taffy. hoodies. Do they just give those pink hoodies to anyone? I think they went to the shore. Uh, yeah. To the t-shirt um, shop. <laughs> calves are here. And then love to see Jerry. And then so we then get the woman. Yeah, go for Carrie's it. Carrie's Denouement. Is basically she's able to find her joy by looking at an old black couple in tracksuits. Mm-hmm. This is one you and your pink sunset. You and your pink skies. <laughs> they both sound like jazz singer. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? First like we Louis had Armstrong. <laughs> first we had fucking Mr. Ravenel two weeks ago talking about darling. I hate New York City. The sounds, the, the sounds, the garbage, the garbage. <laughs> Like as you said, buddy, you're going to fucking Afghanistan. Buckle you're up. Going to war. <laughs> and then you got these two. Me and your pink sky like Louie. Hello, darling. Like, what's <laughs> it's happening? So crazy. And it's just to say there are so few black characters on this show. So few. So for in this show known for fashion, to have to look at these two gorgeous older black actors in fucking tracksuits sitting on a bench to make Carrie somehow believe in love again. Get the fuck out of here. It was tough. I'm so it sick of tough. this show. I know. it. Oh, God. So then, you know, Carrie's lost the $1,000. So Samantha's broken up with Richard. So they have to um head back to the city on the bus. And um, they ask to have their photo taken by this woman. And the episode ends with, I guess, like, them back in their friendship at that point i was just so ready to get back to new york and turn this show off yeah well carrie also said something at the end where she was like maybe i'm hiding in my friendships and i found that interesting i don't remember that yeah she was like i think i'm hiding from like myself from the chris (laughs) what is season five i hate this show (laughs) We gotta get to season six. We're in the trenches. But we keep we do this every single. I miss season one. God, season season four was the best. Season one was that girl compared to season five. Season the Zazazu. She really loses it with the short hair. 
Yeah. She goes nuts. She needs to grow her hair out. She has to. Has to. At least a little longer. Yeah. That what did you think hair. of uh, the fashion in this? When we talked about uh, Miranda's maroon duster, which was to me the most um, upsetting piece of fashion in this episode. So what do I think is the worst? Or just like, what did you think of the fashion at all? Did Obviously, you have I loved, look? loved Charlotte's Atlantic City halter backless mini dress obsessed and I also I found it really interesting because Carrie Sarah Jessica Parker excuse me is pregnant and they have her in this like crop top with tassels that cover the stomach but she's in super super low rise jeans because they don't go over her belly and like well I don't think she's showing look she she is a little bit a little Mm -hmm. um definitely by the end of the season there's a yeah, green really. romper she wears when they meet Heather Graham. That the terry cloth dress. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a towel. It's like a towel material. It's disgusting. Yeah, and she said on Vogue's um, like a life and looks. She was like that Birkin is fake. <laughs> she goes. Someone called Pat Fields and says, "I can get you. I can get you something." <laughs> well, speaking of Birkins, I mean large capricious bags or what was it? Ludicrously ludicrously large or something no, whatever pretty, yeah tom is ended birkin bags ended Dead so we have the men in this episode we had steve richard jerk one and jerk two bernie and rob now i got these from imdb and i'm not sure who Bernie. oh maybe bernie was like tony soprano who was like hey blondie blow on my dice. did we even have a name for him i according to imdb his name was bernie oh i thought that would have been a nice crossover and that should have been tony soprano Oh, Tom Big Boned? No. Oh, to act the actual Tony Soprano. Like, it, I think it should have actually been like James Gandolfini just in this episode. Oh. Like, it's a little cross, it's a little HBO crossover. Yeah, like, that let us been believe fun. that they're in the same universe. Yeah, I like that. Like, how I want Marnie Marie Michaels to just roll onto succession and date Kendall. Oh, my God. A conversation with Shosh and. Um, Shiv? Roman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kill me. And then, who would you want to see Jessa chat with? Probably Shiv. I would like to see Jessa just kind of her bohemian. Shiv would be like, "You are the worst person I've ever met in my life." But then I think also, I actually would, would like Jessa to talk to Tom. I think she would fuck Tom. I'd like to see Jessa talk to Logan. I would like to see Hannah talk to Logan. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to see any of them talk to Logan, honestly. Yeah. We were robbed in the premiere of here of seeing that woman ask him for that selfie. Although maybe it's funnier in our heads. Like actually it's so it funny. It couldn't be funnier than what we are imagining. No, I know. It's so funny. So who are you going home with? Bernie, Rob, Richard, Jerk One or Jerk Two, or Steve? Richard. I might abstain this week. Yeah, I'm taking cel- an act of celibacy. I, I, yeah, I've got vows of celibacy this week. Yeah. The whole episode. I'm and in good. terms of out of 10. Give it a three. Yeah, I It might, gave me a lot of a, laughs, it, us talking about it. Yeah, I think I give it a 3.5, but honestly, mostly that is our conversation. Yeah. We're going to get fucking ripped. Because remember when we hated the beginning, like season three, and people were so mad at us? People don't like when we hate. Yeah, so sorry guys, but season five. But I this mean, is an exception. This is like really bad. If you guys really like season five, 
then what I, you should be excited for is the Patreon, and which maybe we'll also have a voicemail and you can call in and just tell us about stuff. I would love that. Yeah. But we're, we're also going to look into a dial-in, you know? Wow. These yeah. are all things that I'm assuming the minute I log into Patreon, it's just going to be just like, click a button. select which one of these features you'd like. Yeah. I feel like that's how it will work, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, once again, you know, before we close out, I just want to say I hope you guys will support the Patreon. Um, we're going to try to have it up and in the show notes for this week. So look below. We're also going to be promoting it on our Instagram. And really, as we spend the next three weeks, uh, three or four weeks, finishing up our run at Herdat, I really want you guys to know, like, we can't make this move to be independent without your support. And um, an early thank you, really, because I'm sure you guys are going to show up and show yeah. up. Thank you, guys. And thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss Season 5, Episode 4, Cover Girl. Oh, boy. So we're going into the blowjob episode next week. Yep. Rolling I right actually in. think that's a good one. So It's a fun one. And I think that is Tom Big Bones. Yeah, it is. So she goes to Weight Watchers. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. I'm at Take Your Left on Twitter. I'm at The Bachelor. If you're into Bachelor Entertainment Reality News, go over there. Support my She's job. literally at like places. Yeah. Just go to the internet. Yeah, just go type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Open the okay. internet and you'll see us. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. A Hoda Media Production.